This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the CrossRip for May 30th, 2016. It's Memorial Day weekend. So for our U.S. listeners, um, you guys are sober for listening to this? Have another broad. It's good for you. Anyway, hey, we're going to talk about that international trailer. We're going to talk about some merchandise. We've got the Ellen show. We've got some highlights from that. We're going to talk about, um, well, you'll see. Here it comes. Still playing with Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Okay, first of all, I hope you have a drink because it sounds like you deserve one right now. <laughs> I have a root beer. I have a root beer. Okay. Um,. I uh, why should should it have been something else? Did you have something else in mind that it should have been? I mean, we're going to talk about something that I may or may not be partaking in right this second. <laughs> Mine's uh, chilling. We'll talk about that. Uh, later. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, but that's good. All right. Well, I, fe- I feel like you needed a drink, but uh, the root beer, it's that's fine. Get get some of the sugar, get some of that energy, because we have a lot of fun things to talk about. And for all of our uh, U.S. listeners, it's Memorial Day, so hopefully everybody else has got a beer and some barbecue going, and uh, you guys are listening to us. You know, when you're uh, when you're sitting out lounging, I, I am not sitting out lounging, so Chris, you're probably not out there doing that either at this point in time, but it's cool. We'll let you guys, we'll live vicariously no, through tonight. you guys. Yeah. It um, was it was sit outside in the patio or take my pants off. I have to take my pants off. <laughs> I've said too much. You got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. But uh, so yeah, happy Memorial Day to all of our U.S. listeners. Hope you guys are enjoying your long weekend, uh, and we're glad that you're spending it with us at some point in time here. But uh, yeah, we've got uh, a, a pretty full rundown again here, and I feel like we should probably just get into it. What do you think, Chris? I feel like if I had known we were going to be thanking or congratulating people on long weekends we should have said something about victoria day uh last weekend oh that's true canada whatever Uh, i was surprised to find out that our long week i keep forgetting that the may long weekends don't match up (laughs) between canada and the u.s and you guys do your thanksgiving on different days and it's just it's a mess it's all a a bad time to do business between the two countries people (laughs) are messaging on the monday going where are you it's like it's a holiday leave me alone i'm eating a hot dog yeah. And then the, the next weekend, it's like, okay, we're ready. Where are you guys? It's like, yeah, we're, we're uh, eating we're a hot dog. Out, yeah, we're out having a hot dog and a beer. Yeah, that's what happens. But, America, uh, fireworks. America. Yeah, exactly. Whoosh. It's all about us. Focus on us. world revolves around us. America. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, anyway. So, yeah, let's let's get into some news because there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Zoda. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. All right, so this is gonna make uh, this is gonna make both of you and I feel old. Uh, but next week <laughs> is gonna mark the 32nd anniversary of the original Ghostbusters film release, Chris. And uh-huh. uh, you know we're uh, we've got a couple of events that are planned. I'm gonna go to that Fathom Events screening. I don't. Uh, did you end up finding one near you? Is is it happening up in Canada? 
Not that I found. I haven't looked too hard, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, life's been keeping me a little busy. Hence why uh, I was hoping you had a drink. I'm sorry, man. But, that's all right. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I should take a look. I think my plan B was to run stateside, but even then, that's like, uh, it sounds like yeah. fun, but then on the other hand, it's like, but it's also a two and a half hour drive to Seattle. I'm like, I That's true. Know. That's true. And, and what are the odds that one of those Seattle theaters is going to have it? But uh, I mean, it sounds well, like I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I could look it up online ahead of time, and you know, well, yeah. let's put this way, Troy, I wasn't going to drive to Seattle without making sure <laughs> first. Come <laughs> on, live a little, buddy. Just, just go on. Uh, a whim. There's no movie, but you know, we can go to Dick Burgers or Five Guys. <laughs> Five Guys, yeah, exactly. Or the other euphemistic burger joints in uh, uh, Seattle. So there's, there's many of those, but, uh, but yeah. So I'm going to be going to the Fathom Events uh, show here nice. in LA, and I know a couple of the other guys that we know in the SoCal Ghostbusters and the Southland guys are going to be there. So it should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, people will be there in costume and. Uh, there's a Dave and Buster's attached to our theater, so I'm ready for Ooh. some Dave and Ghostbusters immediately after that. But, uh, but I mean, we really want this to be a celebration because, you know, it, it is all about that original movie. That's where this all began. And so if you guys are out there and you do go to the Fathom event screening or if something else is happening in your neighborhood... Um, we really want to hear your firsthand account. So let's make a, let's make a pact right here and now, after you guys go out and you do something cool, we want you to drop an email to us or send us a voicemail or call in or, you know, just some way, somehow give us your firsthand account. And even if you just sat down with the DVD and some ecto cooler, we want to hear about that too. So definitely voicemail, email, let us know. Um, we'll report back if Chris ends up driving down to Seattle on a whim, I'll definitely report back on how the fathom events, uh, screening went on, on that episode following, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big celebration and I feel like it's really fitting that as we, as we speak through the magic of podcasting, it's actually, we're not recording as you're hearing this, but as you are hearing this, Guys, Ecto Cooler is back in stores today, officially. Monday, uh, officially. Officially, officially, it is here. And uh, I mean, it, the great news is that Coca Cola really—they did a lot of outreach. They reached out to um, a lot of fans, and they sent them samples. They did that contest where they sent—it looked like a whole, uh, like a twelve-pack of the boxes to some people. Um, and I know that there were some, some people that were like, well, why didn't I get one? Uh, I'm, I'm sure that they really would have loved to give everybody just that one, like they want to give you your first taste free so that you're like, Hey man, you, you got any more of that ecto cooler? You got any more of that ecto cooler stuff so that you go to target or, or King supers or yeah. Ralph's or whatever. And you're like, I need ecto cooler. Just give me a whole palette. This you know? turned into like the fruit juice equivalent of what's that, uh old pappy whiskey or whatever the the really <laughs> rare stuff that people go nuts for you know, millionaires get turned yeah. away they cut they call the president they're powerful enough to get the number and call the president the, pre- the president tells them to take a hike and all you know <laughs> it's the same thing like it i'm i guarantee you like uh i don't know like uh, i'm trying to think who uh, what's it seth rogan or somebody who's roughly our age and and probably equivalent love of of ecto cooler calling in favors just like i need one of the samples (laughs) um just send me one and and they they sent a lot out though they They did they sent a lot out i i i got one uh chris i believe you got one too right i did indeed yeah and uh it's funny uh, mine was in the car it it showed up uh the night previous and i threw it in the car and then in the morning i had to go pick something up on the sony lot and i was like i got an idea so i went into ghost corner i said eric are you cool if i shoot a little something here he's like yeah absolutely so we shot that video where i steal the ecto cooler uh but uh 
but it, it was it was just it was i've a simple throwaway joke whatever but uh some guy i'm said, warning sorry go ahead oh i was gonna say some guy in one of the comments said oh yeah of course uh one of the fan sites won the contest how convenient is that no we didn't win the contest they were the publicity no people reached out to us and they sent samples it's sort of like when radio stations get free samples of stuff so they talk about it yeah, we won, at, we won at life. Yeah, we we got a free sample. I got a free sample, and that's that's what happened. But I'm uh, warning you right now that that video of yours, you've you've made the oh, you've made the the amateurish error. Oh yeah, creating creating a video of yourself where you 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 have a over the shoulder camera shot of the piece of paper. There's a good. I'm going to insert that in where it's like you looking at the thing. Oh but yeah, no, you I, can, but you can change it so it'll be like I don't know dick butt or <laughs> Troy you're a dork or or whatever yeah and then cut to Eric nice try Troy nice try yep that's fine Troy that's... I'm your father love Eric nice try Troy <laughs> uh dude we've we've had worse I mean uh over the last few months like god if people want to do that fine god go at it oh not My... people I'm gonna do it <laughs> okay good fine <laughs> that's that's great my skin that's, is so thick at this point; it's totally for, fine. I, should I take a Whitlin or uh, Whitlin on the on the porch, or uh, <laughs> or or editing videos, uh, embarrassing videos of Troy? Well, could go either way, but you know, priorities. I don't even but, have uh, a porch. But hey, let's let's talk about this this sweet, sweet, delicious nectar called Ecto Cooler because it tastes identical. It tastes exactly the way that I remember it, and it's been I'll a while, so that's kind of tough. Take to, your word for it. You haven't opened yours yet. No, I have. Oh, you have. Oh, but that's I right. Have. You've never had it. That's I right. I've never had it. Um, I'm well, old, which is why I like that you opened with, this will make us feel old. I'm like, everything <laughs> makes me feel old, Troy. <laughs> oh, no. My well, son is four inches taller than he was last month. I feel old, Troy. Oh, boy. Just, um, just actually, one step I, closer. I, speaking of, yeah, well, speaking of which, I used him as a proxy. Uh, it was his first time, too, obviously. He's never had yeah. any, but I'm kind of like, so how did you, child, did you crack like open one of them and then you guys split it? Yeah, what did you, what did you do? How did you handle that with your with your oh, little yes, guy? Oh yes, I'm you know a canny, I'm a canny collector. I went into the the cupboards and found another juice box and stole the straw off it and explain explained to a three year old that okay, daddy doesn't want you to take the straw off this box. Please use this one. <laughs> daddy, um, I don't understand. It's a juice so, box. I okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> son, it's a collectible. Just, Don't worry well, about we it. Should, we should explain. They sent it in a in a special display box. Yes, and it's um, very cool. It's like a giant trap, uh, and it, it had a little trap, thing of of, yeah. of slime in it, and one can and one box, and it was very cool. One of very the cool. one of the thermal cans, thermal ink cans, one of the little juice boxes, and it came. Yeah, it was like a hybrid between a trap and a containment unit or something. Um, so for me, it's just about keeping the display together, meaning uh, I don't care if the juice is in it or not. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> speaking of which, when this is all over, uh, the chilled one, I'm going to enjoy the color change of the can, and then I'm going to crack it open and uh, mix it with some crystal head. Somebody gave it the perfect name, Crystal Cooler. I'm like, Crystal Cooler. Perfect. Well, that's that's what I'm doing right now is a Crystal Cooler. Uh, a okay. little bit of Ecto Cooler, a little bit of Crystal Head Vodka, and it it's it's nice. Smooth. It is yeah. smooth. Um, um, but let's go back it, to the, the color changing yeah. of the can, because I did sure. it, because you, you poked fun at me, and so I actually put the empty <laughs> can. Um, it doesn't really do that much. 
um, like the the high C logo turns green, and that's about the only difference that I see. Like that's they say that the slime literally appears. all it's supposed to be. Oh, okay, all right. So that's that's what it's ends supposed up to happening. color. Yeah, that's it's gonna. It's just a color shift from the orangey yellow to slime green, and I wasn't sure exactly everywhere it was, but that makes sense. Just the yeah, big I thought maybe logo. the whole can, or maybe there was like some hidden slime that appeared, or you know something like no, that. But it's no, it's no. kind of just the high C logo turns green. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, I mean, still very cool. It's I like the 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 novelty of it, but uh, but yes. Yeah, yeah. So I so um so same deal. I'm gonna crack that open. I'm gonna empty it out. You know, give it a quick wash and a dry, and then both it'll join the the box back in the display box and. So now, so adult Chris, the verdict, yes. uh, you know, drinking it, can you see why people uh, clamored for it in their lunchboxes back at elementary school? Or are you kind of like, eh, it's just sugary water. I don't, whatever. What's the big deal? I'm not that dismissive of it, but yeah, I, I lean more towards the adult side. I mean, yeah, I get why kids would like it, um, but I think why this is so special, I think is directly linked to... Uh, childhood memories yeah, and nostalgia and yeah. all that. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely just citrusy sugar water, but it's at the same time, too. it's pretty good. It has to be pointed out. It's what it's a, it's a tangerine with a little bit of something else or something like that. It's not a typical juice drink, right? Like when you go to your mom picks up the packs at, you know, for your school lunches and all that, a lot of apple juice, a lot of orange juice. Yeah. Some purple lot stuff. Of yeah. Purple stuff. The citrus mixes, the Sunny berry D. mixes. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, but but this stuff is, you know, it's a bit of a rare, it's a, an unusual flavor. I mean, an unusual in yeah. uncommon is, I guess, the word I'm looking for. It's an uncommon flavor. But it makes a really good drink mixer. Boy, do yeah. I tell you, it makes a really good drink mixer. I am impressed with the color. I They, they certainly went above and beyond it. The tangerines do not put out green <laughs> green liquid like that. It, it um, actually, it does. It looks a lot greener. And in fact, in Dinosaur Dracula, his his review, he does say it looks a little greener than he remembers. I think it is like a deeper, richer green than I recall it being. It was sort of like a thinner, more transparent green, if I remember right. Yeah. But, all in all, it was it was very very cool. Um, yeah. Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you read Dinosaur Dracula's review, right? Because how <laughs> how could you not? But uh, he yes, his his quote. Yes, uh, yeah, his quote. I need to call that out because that was one of my favorite things. I mean, of course he he's written he's, about it on a, like X Entertainment, and yeah, he's a funny guy. But um, he he calls out all the people that are really just upset that Slimer's not on the can, and he says, "Look, I've." I've worked in product marketing like this and I know that now it's a big no-no. There are more things you cannot do than more things than you can do with these types of products. That was very cool for him to say because when that question first got asked by fans, where's Slimer? Right. And Coke right. responded with, that's just an you know, an industry standard thing. Like we yeah, don't we don't follow that. And a lot of people yelled bullshit and no, I'm it's kinda, true and so it was nice that he came in and said, No, I work in that area. They're yeah. absolutely right. Like you just I mean, unless unless I'm mistaken, it's it's what they call the Joe Camel law is the fact that you cannot have a cartoon camel selling cigarettes to endorse that. Look, cigarettes are cool, kids. It's it's one of those kind of things. And then it ended up trickling down to everything because they realized that sugar is bad for kids and they realized that uh, black tar heroin is bad for kids. And so you can't put that cartoon character on on the label in order to sell it to kids. But yeah, um, you'll you'll notice gremlin cereal and all that is we don't get cereals like that anymore when we do get a you know, a chocolate Batman 
whatever is it's very limited very special yeah not exactly. heavily marketed like they there there's obviously some sort of checklist and percentagey thing that somebody's going some, down. yeah somehow cereals can get around it but uh but but so dinosaur dracula that 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 one quote he says i've seen some fans complain about the no slimer thing which to me is like winning the lotto and then being upset because nobody was blowing you when you found out like <laughs> it's so true that that here this drink this nostalgic drink from our childhoods is back and people are still finding something to whine about and complain about and be upset about and like the, I, come yeah. on are you serious right now guys uh you know best response i saw is somebody was distributing a uh a graphic that you could download and print out of the slimer from the classic cases so you could print them out on stickers and slap them on and put the sticker on oh that's yeah. so funny see that's like, that's what fans like, should be doing look if you're not happy with the dvd box art you make your own dvd box art we've known this for years guys come on see uh, i'm thinking now what i got to do is back to like episode three or whatever, I need to get myself a box of the Ecto Cooler and I need to do the different oh, Slimer on each it. of the boxes. The custom, oh, that's that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, get a Dan Shoning one on, yes. Dr. Dan Shoning on there, get the classic Slimer on there. Do classic Slimer, extreme Ghostbuster Slimer, new get Slimer. the new Slimer on there. Yeah, yeah. That's I, all right. There you go. See again. That's that's what a fan does, guys. Like here's the creative. thing: creative. Be creative. Even the haters should be getting some sort of joy out of something that's happening right now because there's a lot of things happening, guys. Ecto Cooler is. There's no way that Ecto Cooler would have come back without this little shot in the arm that the franchise has gotten. So find find a little bit of joy in the fact that you can go into a store and buy some Ecto Cooler, even if it's limited and you can't get it forever and whatever whatever you can find to whine about guys it's just just enjoy something nothing damn it. else you go to build a bear and you build yourself a ghostbusters you build bear, yourself that bear you hug that bear tight <laughs> it sounds like some people really need it chris they really do but uh, hey you know things that they also need you need to go get that bear you need to squeeze it and get a little bit of love but you also need Ghostbusters International number five. It's out there in stores as of last Wednesday. It got a little overshadowed by the whole DC Rebirth uh, event. And sadly, a lot of people went to the Midnight Event uh, releases. I did... Uh, <laughs> uh, a longtime listener, Jason, went to Challengers Comics and Conversation, one of our, our faithful sponsors out in Chicago. And, uh, and he said, I'm here. They're selling me DC rebirth. They refuse to sell me Ghostbusters international number five. Cause that's embargoed until 10 AM. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> come on. So, so that's an opportunity lost IDW comics. You had people in your grasp that you could have sold to, but you didn't. But, uh, how does that work? You think somebody, you think the word could go out, uh, if people are coming to your store at midnight, Please let yeah, them pick up our comic. Please That's don't fine. turn them away. I don't understand. And especially you've got subscribers, you've got people on pull lists that are, are getting that book maybe a day or two beforehand. What does it matter? Come on. But should we should we have retailers tell people to go away and come back later? Or should yeah, we let them get that they want right can you, now? Can you come back at 10 o'clock? I mean, I know you're here at midnight, but can you come back That's in 10 right. hours? Yeah. Um, but in, at any rate, so yeah, Ghostbusters International number five is out there. A lot of you are probably wondering, hey, what happened to the cyclotron for number four? I'm thinking the same thing. Um, <laughs> behind the scenes, behind the curtain of what we're doing here at the CrossRip is we are we're very busy. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but we are very insanely busy. We have a lot of shows that are that are being parsed out and coming your way. And they're all very cool with some very special guests and some very cool interviews. And they're piling they're, up. They frankly. really are piling up. 
Um, but the cyclotron, unfortunately, was one of those that kept kind of like we had the trailer come out and it got a little pushed. And then we decided we're going to wait to do something with somebody that we didn't end up getting the scheduling. It's I won't bore you guys with the details, but the cyclotron is coming and it's going to be a, a double header. We're going to talk issue four and five. So get ready for that. It's not linked to any particular time anyways. It's nice to talk closer to when it comes out. But frankly, I don't think there's a bad time to talk yeah, about the comics. No, I mean, I love, I mean, for, for support of what Eric and Dan and Louie and Tom and the, the gang do on that, I really love to be timely and I love to get them that even if you guys listen to it and you go, oh man, I don't have that one. I need to go pick it up just to remind you um, that, I mean, we're, we're really spoiled. Like this creative team is really just putting their heart and soul into this book every single month and it really shows and you know especially on on some comic lines where you're like ah the quality is kind of suffering and you're not following the story and there's not a lot to talk about and things just aren't quite right every single month the idw ghostbusters book just knocks it out of the park so i mean that i i actually do feel terrible and kind of guilty that the cyclotron is not out because those guys really deserve to have a, a timely conversation about their book so um please please go check it out um you are really missing out if you're not reading it do you feel ashamed i feel ashamed i feel ashamed for you too <laughs> Um, all right. Well, so Chris, before we get into our Ghostbusters 2016 discussion, our Ghostbusters answer the call discussion, if you will. Sure. Um, I want to I want to do a little shout out to Loot Crate. Uh, this is actually very exciting. Um, we're going to we're going to do a little uh, a little something for you guys. Loot Crate is doing a little something for everybody that's a Ghostbusters fan. And in turn, they're doing a little something for us so that in turn we can do a little something for you. It's this the whole scratch your back. I'll scratch my no wait that scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. Uh, flop that reverse it, whatever. But anyway, so pat uh, your nose, scratch your, your head, chew bubble what? gum. I don't know yeah. what's happening. Uh, but hey, Stand so Loot Crate. They've got a very special limited loot crate that's Ghostbusters themed. It's on the way. It's coming out in July. Yeah. Um, and this is, there's five exclusive Ghostbusters items in it, uh, spanning all three of the films, which is really cool. Um, more than five, I think. Oh, there's more than five. Well, there's, there, there's five, there's five little bullet points, but a couple of them is oh. like two pieces of art. And, oh, so maybe, uh, okay. So there's more than five things. I mean, it's several. Let's several things. Several. Well, let's here's here's the bullet points that they sent to us, and and they do leave it ambiguous because you know you want it to be kind of a surprise, but you're going to get an exclusive T-shirt. Um, there's going to be a replica to quote charge up your collection, uh, yeah. maybe something proton pack or whatever related. Uh, a figure that will make your friends green with envy. Uh, okay, then obviously uh, a Peter Venkman. Obviously a Peter Venkman. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, two non-Carpathian pieces of art. Yeah, uh, that's what I was interesting. And then uh, some decor that ain't afraid of no house, haunted or otherwise. Um, so well, maybe you know, that is five. Yeah, so that's five. But you know, that's but still they say technically two non-Carpathian several. pieces of art. So that's six, right? So oh, okay. At, at any rate, there's a lot of really cool stuff. So here's here's what we're gonna do. Um, Loot Crate has been kind enough to uh, allow us to give one of these crates away to you, faithful listeners. And uh, we're going to give you guys the details next week on next Monday's episode on what you can do. But I'm going to give you a little hint. Start thinking of memes. Like start, just, you know, pull some of those images, start thinking of funny things, you know, kind of think in that space. But at any rate, next Monday, we're going to give you the details. In the meantime, you need to go to lootcrate.com 
sign up. You got to click the little Ghostbusters link that's at the top. Sign up so that you're notified when the crate is up for ordering. It ships in July, but I think you can start ordering June. It's like the first or second week in June. Yeah. Um, but so do that. But then also stay tuned next Monday because we're going to give one away. It should be pointed out that this is, I, what are they calling it? A premium it's a, pre- it's a limited crate. A yeah. limited so crate. This, this is not like the regular, they have like the Loot Crate, the Loot Crate XL, the Loot Crate Gaming. Yeah. Uh, this is one of their limited. They do this from time to time for like Star Wars and Firefly and, and brands just like Ghostbusters. Exactly. And I think they said this is like a $90 value for half of it 60 bucks i can't remember yeah exactly i mean this this is we'll get the details but uh, we'll get all the details and 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 they will send all those details if you especially if you sign up for that mailing list right this second well not you're listening to the podcast and you're out having a barbecue and a beer but later don't forget go sign up for the loot crate mailing list and they'll let you know and then listen next monday and we'll tell you more or turn to the person next to you and say bro hold my beer and then take out your (laughs) smartphone exactly you are instantly connected right now. All right, we are officially into our Ghostbusters 2016 chat, Chris. And, uh, you know, we, we last week we alluded to the international trailer. We didn't talk about it because I was afraid that people were going to get burned out about trailer talk. Um but we have to talk about the international trailer. There were a few differences in that trailer that are worth pointing out. Things that I thought actually worked really extremely well. Um, so I was hoping you and I could, you know, let's just chat a little bit about that trailer. Sure. What, uh, what stood out to you that was different in that international trailer, Chris, that, uh, cause trailer six, which even more confusingly. So I got a copy of, and the slate, you know, the information that they put at the top of the video calls yeah. it trailer five. So now I'm really confused. So maybe this is trailer five. <laughs> uh, whereas the other one was little pieces and lines and then had the big uh, mayhem joke at the end with yeah. Leslie Jones. This one had like three additional, depending on how you want to count it. Like they yeah. kept the, the Leslie Jones mayhem one. Two big like joke scenes. And then a third, I don't know where you want to begin because there's, well, yeah, let's, let's start with, because to me, the one joke that stood out the most was the subway ghost joke with the, why am I the one who is testing out the untested laser gun? And, you know, uh, Holtzman gives her that great line because you have the longer arms. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, to just perfect, perfect timing. And then of course the payoff to that is that it misfires and there's the womp womp after that, which I really loved. Um, they, yeah, they use the, and they use something that's obviously very early in the movie too. So we're not seeing something Yeah, they're later. not giving away a, a good, a good joke from later in the movie. Um, I do like the, the, the idea that the depending on the power output of them, they can only arc so far at their full power <laughs> stream. These things, you know, shoot off, you know, practically like lasers. They yeah. go you way out, but with not enough power, it just sort of, I don't know, four feet. Just yeah. this. Well, and, and going back to a discussion that we had a few weeks ago, um, and, and some of the photos you had pointed out, there was like a, like a shopping cart version of the pack, uh, like the very extreme prototype version of it. Um, and you see that in, in that wide shot, that like profile shot where she shoots it and it very much lands short. You see the, like the, 
whatever the synchrotron powering it is is behind and it looks like a trunk like it looks like this Syn- giant thing behind her synchro yeah, synch- synchrotron not, not synchotron synchotron synchro like five five trons confectionary confectionary <laughs> it's the it's the crystal We're cooler be talking three years in and i'm still gonna bug you about confectionary but what's a confe- confectionary confectionary yeah. um, um yeah, so yeah. That, to me, that's that's one that's of the, one. the things that stands out. Uh, the other thing that stand out to me, uh, stand stand standed stands out. God, it's the cooler. It's the cooler the crystal man. Cooler. Um, no, the thing that stands out to me was they they took my advice. They listened to me, Chris. They in two they days did. edited a joke into what I really wanted them to do. The whole answer the call tagline. They needed to do the it's in the, it's in the fish tank. Can't it's in the fish tank. That it's that call yep. and response. There it is. It's in this trailer. Um, what else, what else stood out to you? There was, oh, oh my God, the trap. We didn't talk about the trap. You actually see it close. Which Um, is beautiful. That was fantastic. Beautiful. And I almost think uh, just based on the little boxes though. Yeah. Yeah. And then based on the coloring of it, maybe that happens at the Beast of Mayhem concert. So maybe this is the Mark II version of the trap or maybe a little bit past that. So maybe it's the big thing that Holtzman is carrying in, in that like space blanket bag that she has. It could be, yeah. Um, so maybe that, you know, as as the technology increases in its complexity, it is also you know, becoming more and more diminutive in its size. I don't know, yeah. but uh, uh, Feig showing his uh, love of classic uh, classic jokes. They had the the whole. They're a bunch of sad women. <laughs> oh, maybe she just misspoke. Sad sad lonely <laughs> sad women that's 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 a bit of a that's a bit of a uh, oldie but a goodie um but what i really liked is that we found out <laughs> we're a bunch of university professors what should we call ourselves uh, it's it's these things that the more you look at it you're like yeah they just kind of we talked about this before like how i remember last summer sitting around you and i were talking about how Ghostbusters is iconic in a lot of ways and almost almost uh, mythological yeah. in that stuff just kind of happens. Like we got to see a little bit of the Ecto when it was old, but mostly it was just ta-da. It's, you know, the chariot of the gods and ta-da, proton packs. and Yeah, they uh, get that first call for the, the Ghostbusters, Cedric, and then they're off and they're running. Whereas in this one, they're like just getting things going and it's like, can what's the name of this place again? And what was it? The... Oh God! I don't examiners I, of the the uh, uh, yeah it was like a uh, paranormal examination something something it something was very it's like it seven hundred words yeah. yeah it was a real tongue twister to which Kevin in Kevin Brain goes got it Ghostbusters um, <laughs> now obviously part of that's editing too um, yeah I mean that's that was what I was going to ask you do you think that Kevin much like we were talking about he's he might be responsible for the theme song do you think he's responsible for naming them Ghostbusters but I I almost think that that was a clever that was a clever edit because I think that's the same Ghostbusters that he says in the other trailer when we see him pick up the phone I think later. so too there's a lot but, of that like I thought the the new trailer not the international one but the one the week you know uh, last week uh, the whole, hi, you're hired. And then Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy steps up to her and goes, you're all sweaty. God, you're all sweaty. <laughs> you're all like sweaty. that's obviously yeah. an edit to thing too, right? Like, you know, there's, there's a space there, but f- to jump yeah. to like a, to put a punchline in there, it goes, hi, you're hired. And then God, you're all sweaty. That's like, a, yeah, it's some good trailer. They're tightening writing. it up. It's, it, it's funny too, because everybody going, oh, they're giving all the jokes away. It's like, we're 
getting kind of like the you know what I mean like a almost a different riff on the same joke by yeah. just by the way they edit it and they're really they're playing with a lot of the juxtapositions of you know there's there's the whole thing we should we should build something to fight these damn things and then they do the like one or two shots uh with the yeah 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 to the theme song of them shooting and then they cut back and do that that's exactly yeah. what we do here on a day-to-day basis you know they're they're really having fun with that which they should have done in the first place again these two trailers are uh, much that Kevin Smith said they were not strong. These two trailers are strong. They're actually really Very flexing strong. their muscles here. So, um, let me ask you a question. The whole the the beat joke after uh, uh, Michael uh, McDonald's, except except for you, ladies, you'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Did that seem like a the two trailers had two different takes, slightly I feel different like takes? It was of- two different takes, or it was it was truncated, or something. For whatever reason, in the international trailer, it felt rushed to me. Uh, it felt yeah, like there, that it, joke didn't land the same way that it did. Slightly different, yeah. Not badly. I just think it 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 felt like it had a different rhythm, and I couldn't figure out if it was an I mean, edit, yeah, or if, it, or if it was a take thing. I'll have to go back and relook at it because I, I I also felt that what they did is they took some of the air out of his lead up to that. You know how in the domestic trailer there's they're building the atmosphere and you've got the spooky sounds and you're seeing the flash the like the flutter frames of the ghosts and then he comes in after this long dip to black i feel like they really truncated that down and and tightened that up in the international trailer so that that might be part of it too is that they weren't going for the exact same effect in this particular one also i mean to your point the the joke at the end with mayhem on on patty's shoulders that felt truncated to me as well. I feel like they tightened that up quite a bit as well, just to maybe hit their whatever two minutes and thirty seconds they had. Yeah, or make room for the the the, the two bigger jokes that we didn't get in the first yeah. one because yeah. this one almost entirely lost. It didn't have the 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 gearing up, and it didn't have Melissa McCarthy's uh, mood voiceover. Yeah, it didn't have that. It did have her, I'm going to kick all your asses, you, you, and especially you. Um, but again, another edit, like more on the nose. Yeah, and, and um, ending on Slimer, you know, especially you. Um, now I, I will say, interesting enough, the, as soon as International hit, uh, TV, 30-second TV cutdowns of those two trailers everywhere. started showing up everywhere. Saturday Night Live had one immediately yep. after, like right into their first commercial break, there was one. Um, uh, Comedy Central, I've heard, has been airing them pretty consistently yep. as well. Somebody said, was it AMC or something? Like, Yeah, I mean, getting some, some serious airtime. I mean, we're at that point, you know, we're 50, less than 50 days yep. uh, by the time you hear this uh, from the movie coming out. So this is the big... This is the big push. And I a think a month and all, a half. By the time you hear this, a month and a month half. Month and a half. Try and to wrap so, your brain around that. And and what's funny, so we're gonna talk about in a second here that the 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 four leads showed up on the Ellen show, but this is just the beginning of it. I have a feeling they're gonna be everywhere. They're gonna be on Colbert, they're gonna be on Graham Norton, they're gonna be uh doing the 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 Japanese talk show circuit. They're gonna be all over the yeah, place. The, the rounds, the 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 TV rounds haven't even started yet. Um and the last, just before the movie comes out, press junket stuff hasn't dropped yet. Right. And that was in Spain. They did a lot of stuff like in Argentina uh, yeah. that we still haven't seen yet. So, um, well, let's let's talk about, so it, it kind of has started because the Ellen show, this was one of those that 
um, their Twitter tweeted out that they were going to have the full cast of Ghostbusters as well as Hillary Clinton, which of course everybody read into, oh my God, Hillary Clinton is being endorsed by Ghostbusters and vice versa. <laughs> and it became this whole politically charged thing where people forget that talk shows are allowed to have multiple guests on a show. I mean, yes, uh, the Ellen show is really playing the woman card uh, in, in yeah. their copy, but not totally unrelated. I mean, well, except for the fact that Kate McKinnon plays Hillary Clinton on Saturday Night Live, totally unrelated. So uh, that ended up airing on Wednesday of this past week, and it was a, it was a fun interview. Did you get a chance to to see it, Chris? I, cu- I caught bits of it. Yeah, um, it's they, they put bits and pieces of it up uh, online, online, but not the full segment. They uh, kind of semi unusual. They were running clips the night before, like. I was seeing clips going, oh, was that today? And it turned out, oh, no, this was them trying to lure people in for the next day. To watch tomorrow, yeah. Which basically meant before the the uh, episode aired on the Wednesday, the Leslie Jones uh, stuff <laughs> was already like people a trending topic. People were writing about it and blogging about it. And yeah. yeah. Um, well, they, they did end up getting two full segments on the show. Um, I thought I would play a few clips here from the show. I mean, they... One of the segments, they ended up playing the Heads Up game, which doesn't really translate to podcasts, so we won't play any of that for you guys. But uh, here's here's a little bit from The Ellen Show, and then Chris and I will chat about it. Today, Ellen helps Hillary Clinton find a running mate. I actually am here to interview you. Plus, it's an all-out party with the cast of Ghostbusters. Get a first look at their action figures. I look like Mr. T. I paid the fool. Big secrets will be revealed. There's a lot of the original cast. People know that, or did I give something away? We don't store them out. That's it, Ellen. guests are some of the funniest people in show business and they're together for the first time in their new Ghostbusters. Please welcome Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones. They all did it at the that's, same time. That's a new that's song. Awesome. I've never heard it. You've never heard that song. No. It's going to go well with the movie. <laughs> a coincidence. So, Leslie, this is the first time here. Welcome. We've had uh, these ladies on before, but it's so nice to meet you. this show, so it's not my first time on here. I've been here a lot of times. In your head, you've been here? In my, well, we'll say in my head, but we won't say that little cubbyhole I have. Uh Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I get better security around here. I am a huge fan, so it's so nice to meet you, and this is really, I can't imagine a a different cast uh, of, uh, uh, for Ghostbusters, but, um, except I would have been it, but, um, (laughs) 
No, I don't have that kind of time, but it is. I mean, I would have made it. But um, so when you, so who, who signed on first? Who said yes, and then who heard? I don't know who it was. Oh, you don't? I, I, I don't know who was first. I just kept stalking uh, back and forth in front of Paul's house, being like, I can do it. <laughs> what about what about McCarthy? And then finally, he was like, different disguises, oh, yeah, different yeah. disguises, <laughs> but always with like a ghost balloon, being like, Ugh. <laughs> that's, that's how I get my parts. So, real. so then you, so then, <laughs> and then did you hear? I mean, did anyone audition, or did you just get the call and you were just in? Yeah, we just got the call. Oh, I, I, I didn't believe it. I was, when they said that <laughs> they were going to do a, a women ghostbusters, I believed that. Because I was like, oh, that's great. But then when I got the call from Paul, I was like, uh, yeah, somebody's pulling my leg. <laughs> and then it was real. It's unbelievable. It's great. And Kate? I, well, I had a meeting with Paul. Um, I said a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then got a call a couple months later after having stalked him as well. I ran into sure. Melissa. We had a couple of drinks. Um, <laughs> no, but I heard about it and I, I thought, oh, my God, that is the most incredible idea for a project. And um, it probably means that I'd get to wear a pantsuit all summer. <laughs> I gotta get in. Because not all movies you can wear pants no. in. Not a very, if you look historically, it's very, very few uh, movies. So really? and, and just very, just the, very, very, so dramatic. Just the opportunity to play to, to be a woman and play a scientist in a movie is as something that not, does not pop up as often as it probably should. And so yeah, no, it's it was great. So exciting, and I. Uh, it's fantastic. Now, you two have known each other because of Bridesmaids, and you go way back. You two know each other from Saturday Night Live, obviously. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're very I know. It was supposed to be you first, then them. But anyway. So and so you you know each other like well. You hung out yes, a lot. Well, Leslie, this is my bitch. Leslie. <laughs> She she legally changed my middle name to Leslie's bitch. Um, I love so her. She, but we had known each other for about a year, and because um, she had been a writer at SNL for, mm -hmm. before she was on, before on the became, cast, and we we happened to be out to dinner, and she was she looked at me and she was like, Kate Middleton, you all right? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Leslie. It's McKinnon. You've known me a year. And then I was like, well, who is Middleton then? And then she was like, it's a princess, bitch. So, Leslie, I didn't know you were a writer before you were a performer. I just know you as a performer. But I understand there's many, many jobs you've had. I think we've all had crazy jobs before we got lucky enough to, to do this for a living. But you were a telemarketer for Scientology? Yeah, uh, they kind of still don't know I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Thanks for blowing my cover. <laughs> uh, yeah. So wait, how do you get, so they just say, you're a telemarketer. I didn't even know they did that. That's I lived in Glendale. I needed to pay the rent. And it was a very easy interview. I just act crazy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
boy. Now you're in trouble. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Oh, my God. I, so I'm sorry, Scientologists, for revealing things. I'm not part of this. Yet, I'm no, on a different section of the couch from this. <laughs> right now. So, all right. Um, I have no association with this woman. <laughs> I, uh, what's the weirdest job you had, Kate? Uh, you know, umpire. <laughs> oh, that's right. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. What about yeah. that? <laughs> Wait, for what? And you didn't know what in retrospect, should have brushed up on the rules yeah. of softball before uh, litigating them, but uh, I didn't, and right. I was like, oh, I got yelled at. Oh, they did not like well, my calls, yeah, and they course. were bad, bad calls. You, Kristen, uh, I know, worked as a pole dancer, so... Yes. Um, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the weirdest job you've done? I was an umpire for a Scientology baseball team. <laughs> at the farmer's market. Oh, that doesn't work at all. Anyway, we have to take a break and uh, we'll be back. Thank you. So the movie is not, I think people thought it was a sequel. It's not a sequel. It's a remake. Yeah, it's a reboot. I think yeah, it's reboot. just, it's like the, with all the love we have for the original ones, we're kind of taking that with new people, new circumstances, I would say, back in New York City. So it's like, it has all the good familiar stuff, but it's, you know, new people and certainly the, the effects are updated. And a lot of the original cast. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's... do people know that or did I give something away? But there's a lot of, oh, um, a lot of people. We'll storm out. Okay. <laughs> That's it, Ellen. <laughs> That, I and then that. that. I can't. <laughs> I would love to see that. That's why we did it that heavy. Getting really red. Committing. Yeah. And, uh, and Chris Hemsworth is uh, uh, easy on the eyes. He's. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. What I love is like, never in my life will that be the response for me in like shorts. They us. just show him in shorts. It's like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. He's all smart because he looks lovely, like that. I mean, well, he's, he's ridiculous. Just, but he's the yeah. nicest. Yes. He's so, so nice and he's so funny. Yeah, like, a good it's improviser. Too, like, it's too much. You should have to pick, like, a, a specialty. You can't have them all. No, yeah. You shouldn't be able, and he has them. He honestly has them all. Yeah. It's unfair because those those guys are always taken. <laughs> okay, always taken. His wife is hot. <laughs> okay, so there's no reason for me to even say, hey, Chris, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so if she wasn't hot, you'd go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> No, Ellen. Why are you trying to start something? <laughs> um, hey, look what I have for y'all to see, which you probably haven't oh, seen yet. My God, oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God, look at you. Pass it down. Pass it down. Oh, oh my God, look at you. Oh, my God, I look like Mr. T. Look at yourself. Oh, 
I pity the fool. Button that says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so These, these packs is... are way heavier than this. Really? Oh, inaccurate because there's no pit stains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. These anyway, are really oh, serious. This is serious. I knew you hadn't seen them yet. We have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to play Heads Up. We're going to play a game. We'll be oh. Oh. Okay, so uh, Leslie Jones, very self-deprecating, um, a comedian of my own heart. I feel like that's always my defense mechanism, too, as I immediately go to making fun of myself. But uh, I feel like, again, she, <laughs> I mean, maybe by default, she's the more outspoken of the four. Um, she's the <laughs> one that ends up speaking up and answering all of the questions as quickly as, as possible. Which, when you think about it, is saying something, because it's not like McKinnon or McCarthy are like wallflowers. No, no, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's funny that, that poor Kristen Wiig ends up being the soft-spoken, <laughs> yes. doesn't really talk much out of this group, and she's the one that as well has the same sort of personality. She but, cheated. Uh, she didn't answer the job question. She did not, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but, so okay, so they talked about jobs. They talked about, well, Leslie Jones... They, they talked about casting, which was really funny. And I love that she said that people, she thought somebody was playing a joke on her, that somebody was playing a, a cruel prank on her. But um, yeah, crazy jobs that they've had. Again, this kind of goes back to like John Candy was a door to door salesman at one point, wasn't he? I think he was selling like siding or, or no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally mistaken. That was Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield yeah. sold siding uh, before he was a comedian and you know, uh, all of these people that before they get their big break, especially Leslie Jones, who uh, it's funny, she's the relative newcomer, even though she's the oldest of the four in the group, um, you know, that they've, they've had to pay their dues some way, somehow. And, and of course, she pretended to be a Scientologist, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, hopefully nobody's upset about the spoilers that were in there. I think it's kind of common knowledge now. But yeah, yes, the original cast members do make cameos. Um they don't get specific. They actually make a joke about it that they were going to overturn the tables. So that's that's funny too. Uh, and then I really enjoyed uh, Leslie Jones talking about her action figure, uh, Chris, the likening herself to Mr. T and doing the I pity the fool. And she does. She she looks cut, man. Her Mattel action figure, like it gives my A team uh, Mr. T a run for its money. She's she's pretty cut. She's pretty imposing. I finally, well, I mean, I finally got to take a look at them directly last week. They're really good figures, actually. Yeah, they really are. All of them are really, really, really close, actually. I, I mean, um, and for all of the, the bad paint applications that people have been posting on, on social media, I haven't seen one in the stores that's as bad as those that are, are on, like, Twitter, like the poor cross-eyed uh, Gilbert yeah. figure that everybody now loves to meme and, and pass around. I haven't seen anything that egregious. They're all really, like... I mean, Mattel is really doing what they can with these four figures and, and the Ecto minis, and there's a lot of stuff out there. I think they look great. Um, so did you get a chance? Have you gotten your Empire magazine yet, Chris? <sighs> no, oh, try. no, you haven't. No, I haven't. All right. Well, let's let's curb I our know, Empire magazine discussion then. Well, how long do we want to leave it though? I, it's not it's not going to spoil it for me because I already know bits and pieces of what's in it. So yeah, I mean, why I don't, don't why don't you go for it? Because will, okay. to be honest, more and more this week and next, uh, shops should be starting to get it in. Um, because even even what was it three weeks ago now? 
uh, it first landed, and a bunch started to show up in North American stores. Yeah, but it's it a sh- slow trickle. It, it takes should time. be all over the place by now. So rather than well, just go for it, well, share. Okay, I mean here's, share with here's, the class. Here's the only reason that I I sort of hesitate is because this article, it it's such a well written experiential article that I don't want to, I don't want to ruin certain things for you because there's a lot of like great surprises in there. It very, it very much flows really well. And Oh, all right then. So, I mean, cause uh, picture it this way. If I told you what happened in Cinefix, you'd be like, Oh man, but I wanted to read that in the moment. But so, nah. so let's, let's, I'll, I'll hit no, the no, cliff notes version of it. Does that I'm, sound fair? You, you can do that if you want. Um, I don't know. I think I'm largely spoiler immune, except for really big things, to be honest. Except for big things. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a big boy now, right? So just you know, it's okay. Okay. Well, so so let's let's start with one spot that we've already talked about because there was that one little blurb that somebody shot a photo of and sent to us where Ivan Reitman was talking about the television series, how he loved. Yeah. Um. You know, he says that there's so many great uh, ghost stories and lore in China and Japan. Uh, that he he feels that the TV show is is perfect for that and but there Which was a, a sentence it's a real good way for uh, to cover for his ripping off Dapper Dan <laughs> no, yes exactly for taking all of the <laughs> ideas of Ghostbusters International <laughs> um, but but interestingly enough on the next paragraph the next column over that we didn't get in that photo that we had talked about on a previous episode the next immediate thing that Ivan Reitman says is. But before any of that can happen, a different project has to become a sizable hit. So what he's saying is that rarely has there been so much pressure on one movie or one team, referring to Paul Feig and this film that's coming out on July 15th. So uh-huh. so, so Reitman is really saying that everything that they are working on right now really rests on the success of this film. So if we want to see the TV show, if we want to see the additional feature films, if we want to see the animated feature film... This thing has to be a bonkers hit, which, I mean, given a lot of the buzz and given a lot of the notoriety and the um, the visibility of Ghostbusters right now, I, I'm confident that it's going to make money. I don't think that it's going <laughs> to come out Ghostbusters trended flopped. on Twitter at number one. Name the last Sony property that trended uh, at number one on Twitter. Besides Spider-Man, I can't offhand. Yeah, I mean, so, you really can't. So, So it's going good. So yeah, so that's that's the great segue that they use to get into talking about the the new movie and they visited Paul Feig while he was working um actually this was during production so he was uh, in the sound stage and working on a few scenes. Um <laughs> uh, a highlight for me and this is one that I I don't know. I I feel like it's okay to spoil this for you too, Chris. Uh, Paul Feig says that he thinks it's ironic that he hatched the idea for this Ghostbusters reboot, quote, right in the middle of the haters enclave, uh, because he and Katie Dippold were at Comic-Con while they were brainstorming this. So they're, (laughs) they're on the exhibit hall floor and they're talking about how should we do this Ghostbusters thing? And they're standing next to like the 20th century Fox booth as this is happening. Uh, so yeah, they were, they're among us as they're coming up with this idea. Um, and then, uh, Katie Dippold, she has that great beat that everybody's probably heard before where she says that at a particularly difficult time while they were writing the script, she got a FedEx from Dan Aykroyd, which was a, a copy of his history of ghosts book. Um, you know, that he kind of, uh, it's his father's book that he ended up having published, you know, the, the very history of the paranormal. Um, I have a signed copy. Ooh. Well, and, and now Katie Dippold does because she says that Dan Aykroyd sent her a FedEx saying, just relax, have fun, 
you know, if you need me, I am here. It was just sort of this gesture of goodwill to her. Just like, it's okay. Just breathe. Don't forget that this is supposed to be fun. That kind of thing. No, mine says that too. Oh, it does. No. (laughs) It's, oh, uh, Chris, if you need me, I'll be here. Yeah. Yes, Dan Aykroyd. If you need me, I'm here. I am Thanks. here. Yeah. Um, what Dan else Aykroyd is it? will help me hide a body if I need to. <laughs> he will. He'll he'll grab the feet. You grab the arms. Um, but uh, they also talk about the uh, Paul Feig and Katie Dippold passing back and forth the post-it notes uh, on set, which we heard at the Ghost Core Q&A, which I thought was really cool that they were coming up with ad-lib jokes on the fly and Katie Dippold would hand these post-it notes to Paul Feig with, with alternative lines. Um, also of note, Rick Lazzarini, who was, uh, among the team that designed that Slimer puppet for the original films, uh, he helped on this one. So yes, they, Ooh. again, they're confirming that the Slimer is half puppet with a little bit of CG augmentation. Um, and then Ackroyd's article, I don't really want to spoil for you, Chris, but I do want to talk about, he, he does say, I wrote a third one called Hellbent, which oddly enough in the fog of the future is under consideration again, or at least parts of it are. The villain was based on Donald Trump. He throws this in there. Again, this is classic Dan Aykroyd. Just like, I'm going to bury this in here and we'll see if anybody notices. But what? What? Okay. First of all, I I have to admit, I haven't had a chance to read all of the Hellbent script. I've seen excerpts of it, uh, thanks to you, Chris, for posting mm-hmm. them on Proton Charging. But I, A, I didn't know that Donald Trump was the villain in it. I thought probably the devil was, but maybe the devil is Donald Trump. That's strange. Yeah, it's more like that. But but how how is Hellbent under consideration again? How is that even a possibility? I mean, he does say at least parts of it are. So maybe the whole, yeah. uh, the whole, um, you know, alternate universes, atoms existing within atoms, kind of thing is under consideration well, again. Remember, this is a guy that, as of last week, was still calling this movie Ghostbusters Three. <laughs> okay, um, that's true. That's also so true. Yes. I think what you do is you accept that something about it is under consideration or being lifted for something else or retooled for something else and just hold off for a bit until we find out. Yeah. More. Yeah. You can only read so much into a Dan Aykroyd. Boy. Says. Yeah. I mean, uh, boy, Hellbent guy, one of these days you're going to have to send me that crazy script if you have it in its entirety. And I, I have to read it now. It's just, it just <laughs> keeps sounding more and more bonkers. But, uh, so yeah, so empire, if you guys haven't read it, if you haven't gotten a copy, go out and read it. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe discuss it a little more in depth after Chris has read it too, so that we can kind of dive into it in greater detail, but, uh, go, go pick that up. Um, let's, let's talk to our international readers or listeners, readers, <laughs> I mean, you guys could read us, I guess, if we did a transcript. Uh, but uh, our international listeners, I know that a few of you are out there in the UK and Wales and Scotland. Thanks so much for calling in, all of you guys. But uh, let's let's talk to uh, let's talk to the Ghostbusters of Japan right now because I I love those guys. Uh, they help us out. They translate things for me. They humor me on more than one occasion, trying to point me in the right direction. And uh, they told us that there's going to be another Sony event on June 6th. Yes, the anniversary of the film. Uh, not entirely sure what that event is going to be, but all of our Japanese listeners um, tune in because uh, Sony Pictures Japan has got something in store for you. You know, the last time they did one of these, it was the pop star, um, like that performance with the pop star slash comedians where they've announced that they were doing the single and then they offered the single for free to the first 30,000 people or whatever it was. Uh, so, you know, maybe something cool is on the horizon for them. 
maybe even a, an exclusive trailer or something. I don't know. It'll be uh, curious to see what J- Japan is doing out there. But stay tuned, June 6th. Uh, UK listeners, National Tires. Uh, tires with a Y, because you guys are super fancy and us Americans are ignorant and, you know, <laughs> shucks. Uh, but National Tires, they're running a contest that you can win a trip for two to New York City. And you get to tour all of the Ghostbusters filming locations and they're going to throw in the flights and they're going to put you up at a four-star hotel uh, for three nights. And we've heard that the, I think it's the New York Ghostbusters, it's one of the local franchises is going to help uh, with your tour. So you'll yeah. probably be touring around in an ectomobile. And the NYC Ghostbusters. The NYC Ghostbusters. And I mean, this this thing is awesome. And all you have to do is buy two tires from National Tire. So uh, check out their website, uh, National Tire's <laughs> website. Which, which is very strange because, of course, in North America, it's no purchase necessary. No purchase necessary. <laughs> the rules are you can't force people to buy some of your stuff in order yeah. to enter your contests. Over this, there, you no such rule. You got to buy it. Now, here's the other funny thing. You're only going to buy two tires. So... Um, you buy two tires and then have your friend buy two tires so that you get the full set of new tires and then you get two entries into the thing. And then there you go. You get two tickets for the airfare and everything so that both of you can end up going on this trip. Yeah. Fantastic. Do it that way. Uh, so yeah, National Tires, they, they have this cool jingle that you shared with me too, Chris. Uh, hey, let's play it. Here we go. Is there something strange with your automobile? Who are you going to call? National Tires. If you need new tires, buy one, get one free. Think you better call. National Tires. Buy one, get one free on selected Barham tires at National Tires and Auto Care. Official film partner of the new Ghostbusters movie at cinemas July 13th. Call 0800-687-687 or visit national.co.uk. National Tires. (laughs) So just buy two tires and we'll see you in New York City. That Uh, song is infinitely reusable apparently <laughs> yes it definitely is hi this is mark gilman calling from Cary, north carolina i just wanted to call and let you all know that i recently discovered your podcast and i think it's a great great place to be i really enjoyed following you guys on twitter the last couple of weeks and it's so nice finding a safe haven for people that are looking forward to the movie and all things ghostbusters I've been an original fan. Um, I was three when the movie came out, and I've loved it ever since. You guys rock, and keep on doing what you're doing, because it's great. All right, let's do some merch roundup. We're running out of time here, Chris, so let's let's talk uh, rapid-fire merch. Um, merch, 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 Macy's. Macy's has like five or six or seven just a ridiculous amount of variations of t-shirts that they've kind of snuck under the radar a couple of them we had seen i thought they were actually coming to target but in, apparently they're going to macy's uh but an ectomobile shirt that's got the logo they've got like an ectomobile blueprint shirt they've got a slimer shirt um they've got the new no ghost logo that has kind of the drop shadow to it this weird sort of like mosaic no ghost logo um a, a, like a hawaiian shirt They've got uh, women's shirts. They've got a couple of tank tops. Again, this is just the beginning, but uh, this this sort of, it's really funny. Uh, one of the guys, and I'm sorry, I wish I had it in front of me. It's it's one of our faithful listeners had posted it up, and then they also sent it to uh, Craig Gardner, uh, Craig and Abigail. And 
but immediately they're, they're already in stores. So the minute that that went up onto social media, I checked my local store and they had like racks and racks of them. <laughs> they were already there. Yeah. Craig and Abigail all came home with a selection already. I'm sure. Got um, them all. Um, so I, I ended up picking up, I got the, um, the logo in the Ectomobile, that white shirt. And then I got right. the blueprint shirt and then I got the Slimer shirt and they are, they're awesome. The, um, the Slimer shirt is a little tight fitting. I got to drop a few pounds before I can wear that shirt. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, that one runs a little small, but we must be getting close to the point where you can wear, I don't think there are 365 t-shirts, but we must be getting <laughs> really close. Boy. When you count up all the t-shirts past, all the t-shirts yep. present, all the unofficial uh, t-shirt outlets. Yeah, like the T-Furies uh, and the, yeah. the 80s T's and all those guys, yeah. You, I think, well, given that I own only a fraction of them, and I've probably got about 20 shirts... Wow. I have to imagine, like, we must be pushing up against one third of the year worth of Ghostbusters yeah, shirts. Yeah, do one one shirt a day. Somebody out there has to be able to to take up that challenge and do they one Ghostbusters shirt a day. They used to be a rarity, like like hard to find. Like you would stumble upon, um, you know, that one mall outlet iron on place that still had some or yeah, something yeah. you would see somebody you'd be walking along and it would be a thing to see somebody with a ghostbusters t-shirt because you only saw one once every few months and now i well unless you you know stay in the house all the time which i do <laughs> on weekends etc but if you get out and you mix with crowds or hit the malls you will see one before you go yeah home. everybody's got i mean it used to be yeah you're right chris like i would see somebody out and about and you would be like hey where did you get that shirt oh uh, jc penny hey, has it hey friend who likes the same thing i like <laughs> we're a rarity now it's like hey everybody yeah hey hipster that just went down to urban outfitters where did you get that shirt <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so i mean the, the cool thing is plenty of shirts to be found and i'm sure again even more to be coming more um, to come but uh, so yeah, Macy's. Uh, check out their online store. Um, I'll I'll send you a pro tip. As of right now, my store has them for half off, so you can actually go and get them for twelve bucks as opposed to yep. twenty four. Um, um, all the history stuff is now online and selling out fast. So and selling sweet. out fast, and they're shipping it already too. I've noticed a lot of people that have put in their online orders already have gotten already their shirts. Have them. That's and, fast. And and I've seen hats and stuff too that I didn't see on the website before, like a terror dog hat. Um, I saw the I think it was the Ghostbusters of southern california got like a, a terror dog hat um that the temple the zool temple uh, rooftop shirt is finally the, out there the and, history and horror tour 1984 yeah. horror tour yeah so so yeah those are out there in shipping so hit up hit up the history uh no h no o h s t r y dot com if yeah, i remember right take out all the vowels except for y it's it's sort of flickery i always forget which which ones are gone but uh, at any rate so yeah hit up history um walmart walmart just put me to bed chris just put me to bed <laughs> walmarky mark will you're be all talk, uh, you're all talked i'm all talked out yeah uh, Walmart, they're going to be getting an, an exclusive Funko pop actually three of them yeah. uh, dana lewis and a terror dog uh, do they, do they, I'm sure they carry all of the other Funko Pops, right? I know Target does. Well, everybody does. Although I will say this, I was at Calgary Comic-Con and they're the collector, like the dealer guys, they're treating like that first run of the original Ghostbusters as if they are like 
like there's a couple of guys that said, oh no, they're canceled. They're not making anymore. I don't know if that's what? true or not. No, 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 no. That can't be. No. Well, the, the original one four that came out and the Winston with the yeah. Ecto. Yeah. Really? I'd, I'd be, I'd be interested to know whether they're actually re- maybe, I don't know. I, I think Funko I didn't know listens. That, yeah, we should I don't hit know. them up on Twitter. Hey, but Funko, is this, one is this something who, you're putting it into, into the Disney vault or something? Uh, let well, us know. Well, again, it might just be one of those numbers things. Like I've talked about this before where people that produce merchandise often sit down and go, um, you know, this is what it costs for us to get the license and manufacture yeah. them and blah, 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 which means that this is the amount we need to sell to break even. And this is the profit point we want to make. So, and, and once they hit it, they don't double down because right. then the risk increases that yeah, they, they realize may not that they've the saturated it and you don't want a bunch of peg warmers sitting out so there. It like is, it is yeah. possible. And remember they've got the new line of uh, the new movie coming out. So it's possible that they led with the, the originals, the classics. And, and now yeah, the new maybe guys are out. out and, yeah. One of the, but this guy was convinced, like, it was funny because two of the dealers I ran into, they already were jacking them up to like 45, 50 bucks Canadian. Whoa. So, wow. so whatever, 35, 40 Jeez. bucks US. Um, this guy wanted 80 for an Egon because he's like, oh no, it's canceled. And he was not wow. bargaining because he's like, oh no, all these other ones. Yeah, go buy them. It'll, and then, you know, mine will be the rare one and somebody's going to show up and pay 80 bucks for mine. I'm Unbelievable. Like, All right. Rap. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Going back to the classics, they got this exclusive that we had no idea. Like, who are these people on YouTube that are getting these things, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. That's They're... why we got to take this up to, on Twitter. Hey, Funko. Yeah. Where's our stuff? Where's our stuff? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> stuff. Where's my stuff? Where's my stuff, man? Yeah, so anyway, uh, Dana, Lewis Tully, Terror Dog coming to Walmart, Funko exclusives. Azul, hey. I think Zool. they called it. Oh, so okay, so it's actually Zool. get Zool. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of exclusives, Mattel still hasn't announced theirs, with the exception of the Monster High, so stay tuned on that. But hey, Diamond Selected and oh, yeah. uh, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive that they've got coming out is a Marshmallow Peter um, and man, this thing is really good looking. Um, it's, yeah. so it's Peter with the marshmallow goop on him and it's like right down to that little clump in his hair. Yeah. It's like spot on, man. When I saw it, I, I, I commented at the time, like, I'm going to have to go check the movie now. Cause it is really close that they got the, the flex in the right place. Well, I mean, his, his is so specific in the movie as to where yeah. he allowed them to put that shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not um, hard, to, which means it's not hard to replicate. So yeah, exactly. So they they really did it, and this kind of reminds me of the uh, Quit in Time Ray. I forget what they officially am ca- are calling him now. Uh, casual Ray, uh, where it's just it's totally spot on. He looks great. Um, here's the catch: he is limited to three thousand units. But the good news is that he's sculpted by Gentle Giant, so he looks really great. But he's very very limited. Um, yeah, that's and going to be even more limited because Big Bad Toy Store. So the minute I posted this this morning, within an hour or so, Big Bad Toy Store had listed them for pre-orders on their site, meaning oh. they were convinced somehow that they were going to get they're going to get enough to pre-order a bunch of them. <clears throat> um, Twenty bucks a pop by mid-afternoon, whatever amount they felt they were safe going gone. for gone gone wow wow interestingly no at, at 1999 i guess and he comes with extra hands and all that and uh 
extra pro, you know, like the removable proton pack and all these things, which means he's uh, on par with the. No, that makes sense because the 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 Toys R Us ones without the uh, without the diorama the piece, piece. Yeah. yeah, they're nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay, yeah, so but, it's, he's on but par. But weird with that. that as an exclusive that they didn't, you know, jacket. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, I did because I've been doing a lot more of my my usual toy runs on my lunch breaks and stuff, and I I hit up my Toys R Us and I saw the Diamond Select Dana, and I've got to agree with some people that sculpt is not that great. I mean the the dress, the body, like everything looks great, but her face just doesn't look like Sigourney Weaver. It's really strange. Um, so yeah, I left left that one on the shelf. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> other, otherwise everything Diamond is doing yeah. is really great. I mean, two, the rest of these figures are fantastic. Two side notes about the the Diamond Select figures. One, I have them. Sit, I haven't found them a permanent uh, space yet, so they're just kind of lined up on this this. Um, what do you call it? Pony level uh, shelf around the, my living room here. Yeah. Um, some sort of style memo was not put into place because the first three are like close-ups of Winston, uh, Ray, and Lewis. Oh yeah, the the art, the photos that are on the on actual the side, packaging. Yeah. On the side. Yeah. Yeah, they're medium shots in series two. <laughs> Yeah. It's very strange to look at them. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then the other thing is, is it it, it bugs my wife because she's like, is his name Winston? I'm like, what do you mean? He keeps looking at me. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's sure enough, all the shots, everybody's looking like off off frame, off camera, <laughs> except for Winston, who's it's one of the publicity shots. He's looking Staring into right your at eyes. it. And I'm like, yeah, that is that is a little. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so on on the side <laughs> that photo that the, to me that's like the the ultimate nerd OCD thing. Like when I have books on a shelf and the spines are different, the spines but it's all in a series. Exactly. And I'm like, Why does volume three look different than volume one and two? Oh, my did, OCD can't handle this. Did nobody have a look? <laughs> Come on. Ah, oh, boy. Well, I who mean, knows? Again, maybe yeah. Maybe they'll do a slightly different for each. That's how we identify the waves. Yeah, there you go. Wave two will be the wide shot, then wave three will be a close-up again, and wave three... Yeah, fantastic. Maybe that's the way to do it. I mean, again, Diamond Select is knocking most of these out of the park, so all of these little critiques that we have are are little critiques. Wave four is just a close-up of everybody's nose. (laughs) It's just their shoulder, and it's... It turns into a little game. You're trying to guess who it is. Yeah, what figure is this? Guess by the shoulder. Uh, listen, merch aside here, uh, I got to send you some some packaging codes for some Ecto Middies there. Oh, yes. Uh, we never talked about that, but well, there's a co- should we yeah, reveal to codes. the world? I think, it's, I think it's safe because that's actually how I ended up finding the ones that I was missing. That you, yeah. Um, well, I'm missing a few too, and I need, uh, I need some people to pop them. Oh, um, okay. Was it Chris Williams? Uh, it was Chris Williams, Chris Williams and a few other people. And yeah, before that, Craig had posted it. Like a few people yeah. had caught on to what they had been doing in order to determine which figure was in which packaging. If you look at the back, there's all the, the you know, the printing and barcoding and all that. And there's a two letter code on each of them, an yeah. A and a letter going Under, all the way. Underneath the barcode, it's like yeah. etched in. It's like one of those embossed, uh, like they stamped it into the actual packaging itself. Yeah. So... They all start with A, ignore that, but the the next letter of the alphabet denotes what figure's inside. And somebody worked out, <laughs> I didn't know that because Ryan and I just ripped them open and the packages went everywhere. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you could basically, it makes it a little, it's an interesting thing. I'm not sure if it was intended 
to work that way or if they had their own reasons for why they mark them. Uh, not really sure, but at the end of the day, it makes it really great given how many figures are in the two different sets to not have to, you know, get yourself a million and one doubles that you can actually dial down and go, got it, got it, need it, got it, got it, need it just by what's, you know, printed. Gosh, I wish the blind boxes did that. Maybe all blind boxes do. Maybe we need to check carefully. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of cool because I feel like I'm sitting there. It it feels like when I'm playing original NES and I've got my Super Mario Brothers 3 Nintendo Power where I'm trying to figure out what all of the matching cards uh, need to line up to so that I can make sure that I get what I need. Uh, it's I, I was sitting at Target with, uh, I think it was Chris Williams' uh, code, uh, like his, his cipher, and I was sitting there going like, I need Patty. Patty is P. Okay, fantastic. A-P-A-P. Where is it? Yes, I got Patty. Uh, Sir, I mean, we asked you to leave an hour ago. <laughs> The store has been closed for two hours, sir. Um, yeah, but I don't, yeah, that's a good point. Why do they do that? I wonder if it's maybe like for inventory. So they make sure that they put a certain number of each into each box or where did guess, that sort it, of stem from? It doesn't seem, uh, unless, like, it doesn't seem useful for sorting. The only hmm. thing I can think of is that maybe it's used for a quality assurance of the randomization. Oh Meaning, yeah, that's a good point. People, you can pull boxes off the line, sit down with them, and then go through them and say, "Okay, here's the percentage breakdown of what was in it." The, yeah. you know, it's really sucking at putting the patties in or whatever. Um, well, and I wonder if that's because on the first run that I did, I got the last Holtzman, and there were no patties, no Rowans, no Slimers, and then I went back and I was able to get the three that I I was missing. But uh, yeah, I wonder if they are. They're sort of like. Like action figure cases, maybe they're, uh, you know, twenty percent uh, Jillian Holtzman and twenty percent Aaron Gilbert, and I don't know. Maybe well, we know certainly down. that the there's a couple that are supposed to be limited and rare and all that sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's strange. All I know is that I'm happy because it means it's not quite a long <laughs> show trying to complete. I know. It does take the fun out of you know hopping online and trying to trade no. for the ones that you need, but no. I don't want to deal with human beings anymore. I know. And um, frankly, I want to get these figures collected as fast as possible because cryptozoics are right around the corner. Yep, so. exactly. You got to move on to the. You got to move on to the next thing. Uh, to spend money on. Absolutely. Speaking of which, uh, Jason at uh, Ghostbuster News, he's showing off some of the cryptozoic cards, meaning the eastern half of Canada has some cards somewhere, unless somebody you know. Unless he did a border run or somebody sent some to him. <laughs> he hopped the border and he grabbed his cards, yeah. You're still waiting on yours, huh? Uh-oh. <sighs> yes, well, I'm afraid I'm still. They they will get there. They'll get there soon. No, no the world's running out and I'm not going to get any. <laughs> and you can all bite me. Well, when you do, you're going to have to tell everybody on, on the air what you got. I mean, because every, now people are, are waiting with anticipation to know which cards you ended up getting. So this is, this is a big deal. Craig's but, got them all. Well, but when you do get them, it's going to be huge. It's going to no, be this huge thing. Gonna, no, it's not going to be huge. Have you seen Craig's collection? He has well, them all. And every time he shows off more, like he's got one half of the uh, the autograph cards. And he's yeah, sitting there true. going, I can't wait to get the rest. It's like, how many boxes are you <laughs> buying? How many boxes? That's why I don't have any. But hey, Craig keeps buying mine. Craig is buying everybody's, but but also like Craig and Abigail's display that they have is making people at Mattel jealous. They're like, "How did he get all of that? And how does he have it all in such awesome display cases?" And <laughs> look, those guys, they're they're legit. All right, like the Yes will, Have Some podcast guys, they know what's up. I will say this: that the next fifteen years 
there's going to be some amazing uh, home office displays, I think. Yeah, absolutely. With lots and lots of great merch coming. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friend is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call in line is 4702 GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Well, Chris, you say you're not talking to human beings anymore, but uh, I got to tell you, I am glad that you are talking to human beings by proxy through the podcast, and I'm sure they all are grateful as well. Uh, but I mean, it's if we have to. I know you, you were all talked out last week. You were all talked out on the cyclotron, um, and and you're 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 going into your cocoon. I know you're going to go into your sensory deprivation tank in a few weeks here, but we need your final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts for this episode? Um, yeah, my final thought is, when are we getting the Extreme Ghostbusters on DVD? Somebody posted it. I think it was today. I'm losing track of time. That's a final thought right there. Uh, <laughs> as, as the days condense leading into the, uh, the new movie, I'm really losing track of, of when things happen. But somebody sent me a link to Amazon UK going, any more information on the Extreme Ghostbusters DVD? And I looked at it, and I'm like, no. Crap! When are we getting it? Yeah. Um, Come on! Yeah, it's we kind of talked about it way back when, but it's now set to come out next month, I think. Actually, next month is only a couple weeks away, so it's coming up pretty quick. Um, I'm not sure why North America is extreme Ghostbusters phobic. The bad news is these are region two; they're not, you know, region. Yeah, once again, we can't get them because I think Austra- Australia had gotten them previously, right? Yeah, I'll tell you this for free. If you've got the files and you don't want to spend the money marketing and distributing, at least initially, if you're already pushing out to digital, like iTunes, etc., do the same thing with Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, just put it up on iTunes. Just see how it goes. Yeah. Pump it out there. Watch us go nuts buying it. Because unlike the real Ghostbusters where you and I talked about uh, cherry-picking our faves, because... We're not going to buy a whole set at, you know, whatever that cost amounts to be. I think I'd happily buy the entire, you know, you can put a season price tag on the 40. Yeah, it was only 41 or 42. 41 or, or 42, which like means it's, yeah. it's double a season of a regular show and they want 30 bucks for a thing. This is older. It's not coming out weekly, so you're not buying a season pass. I don't know. You put 30 bucks for the whole thing on there. I think... I think you'd be hard-pressed to find people that would turn down. Uh, fans, I mean. Yeah, and there's no overhead for them, so they might as well do it. And especially knowing that Ghostbusters is going to be... Uh, yeah. This is when the bubble is going to be hitting. Uh, why not? It's, it's not going to get any riper to put it out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, good, good we point. Know, we know the really sharp digitals were out there on, was it Hulu and a couple places? Yeah. Uh, Netflix yeah. overseas had it. 
Um, Netflix overseas had these great HD versions of yeah. that people have sent me screen captures of, and I'm jealous. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So there's my final thought. Uh, I, there's no time like the present. Actually, there's no time like between now and Christmas, Sony. <laughs> just yeah, just do it. Just just to put them out there. Put slap. You know, it is perfect, right? Because you put it out there at the dollar ninety nine an episode price tag like you do with other kids cartoon shows or you know and then on top of it add in the uh, you know the the bundle rate of you know 30 bucks or whatever and watch us you know beat a path to the door and if the numbers look right well let's, let's put it this way if the numbers don't look right you'll have gotten every penny you were going to get out of us anyways and if the numbers look great pump a few out yeah, it's a physical I mean, out there absolutely so i feel like let's see what, what can we do? Like, let's rally the troops while we're waiting because everybody's going to be doing something for us for Loot Crate to get that Loot Crate next week. But in the meantime, we're going to put up uh, a couple of tweets in our social media and uh, let's let's all tweet at Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Let's tell them we want Extreme Ghostbusters, even on digital download or something. Let's let's rally the troops. Let's let's do this. Uh, don't, so don't, don't just heart it. Click that retweet. No, yeah, click that retweet and respond to and it. And heart so, it and hearted and both and just keep it coming like let's make this the is it ghostbusters 2 of the next couple of weeks <laughs> let's just bombard sony pictures home entertainment uh, on twitter so all right great final thought chris uh we have a lot coming you guys' way so uh we will talk to you all next week see you all on the other side Who you gonna call? thanks for joining the ghostbusters interdimensional crossroad Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Fastmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. Weird.